the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. God's Word tells us about things that Jesus' blood was shed to make rightfully ours. God's Word shows us and tells us about the many magnificent things that God has prepared and waiting for us. The word prepared means made ready. So these things are prepared and made ready for us. But although they've been made ready for us, many saints aren't ready to receive the things that God's prepared for us. One reason why is because they don't know or understand that those things are rightfully ours. That's why I'm looking forward to sharing with you today what God's Word has to say about the things that God has prepared and made ready for us so that it'll help us to learn the things that God says He's prepared for us are things that rightfully belong to us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Praise God. If you got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to St. John chapter 10. That's where we're going to begin as we continue in the review of this awesome message that God has been giving me and you. And that's called Rightfully Ours. Well, God wants us to understand what he has that is rightfully ours. What he has in store for me and you that is rightfully ours. That which he has prepared and waiting for me and you is trying his best to give to me and you. But we have to begin to understand that these things are rightfully ours. Romans chapter 10. I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. It's John chapter 10. Okay, okay. I had to look. I had to look. I said, let me see if they still all in the praise and worship or they, or, they, or they with me yet. Praise God. Let me see. John chapter 10. Praise God. You did good. Give yourselves a hand. Praise God. Amen. John chapter 10. He says in verse 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not before to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's what Jesus said he's assigned to do. This is what he came to do, to fulfill the will of the Father. Who's this, so this is the Father's will for me and you. And that's that he wants us to have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Well, those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we've received a life. Praise God. Yes, we have. That's the Zoe, God kind of life. We got God's life on the inside of me and you. We boned again <laughs> on our way to heaven and glad about it. Praise God. But while we're still here, he wants us to also experience that abundant life up in here because he's not finished until the abundant life is manifested in the midst of our lives. So we've got the life. Now we need the abundant life. We've got the life. Now we need the abundant life. He's already bought and paid for the life, and we're recipients of that life. But there's another life that he wants us to be recipients of, and that's the abundant life. It's time for us to be able to receive the abundant life. 
is rightfully ours. He said he came so that it could be able to happen for me and you. He is a doorway which opened up so that we can be able to enter in and receive the things he has in store for me and you. So that we can go in and out and find pasture. Praise God, that's green pastures, plush pastures. That ain't where we got to be like meandering and, and, and searching and foraging for a little, 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 little something to eat here and a little something there. No, no, God wants us to be in abundance. He wants us to be everywhere. That's the kind of life that he has in store for me and you. The one that's rightfully ours. The living Bible puts it this way. He said, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. That's what God wants. He wants life in all its fullness, not in some of its fullness, in all of its fullness. He wanted on overflow till you can't fit no more in so that everything that comes in is actually going to be for somebody else other than me and you. Praise God. Can you imagine checks and checks and checks and coming? You ain't got a thing to do with them. Praise God. So you just hook up other people and do it with them. Praise God. That's what he was supposed to do. That's what God has in store for you. He wants a life like that. Amplified version put it this way. I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. To have and enjoy life. God wants you to not just have life, but to enjoy life. Some of us are tortured by life. Praise God. We, we still alive, but it's a torture. Every day we wake up, there's more problems, more difficulties, more this, more that. That ain't God's design for you. God wants you to have a blessed life. One that is on overflow of good happening to you. Because God is good, and the life he has is good. Everything that's attached to God is good. It's the good book we read. Praise God. Because he wrote it. Praise God. We good people because he made us. Praise God. And he wants us to have a good life because he died for us to have it. Well, now it's time for us to laugh it. We found out that the promises of God are already yea and amen in him. He's already said yes to him. He's already said amen to him. But his amen is firm. Praise God. It's not vacillating like, well, you know, yeah, amen. No, God said, amen. This is what I'm going to do for you. It's trustworthy. You can trust it. And I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do because it's yay. Now, this is just with an explanation point in the back. He said, yay, I'm about to give you this stuff. Yay, I got all this for you. But, but he waited on our yay to match his yay. We got to get lose that, lose that little noodly yes and go ahead and come up with a bold yes. See, you can be bold when you understand it's rightfully yours. Are you listening to me up in here? Come on, like we're going to have a, each one bring one in a, in a few weeks. Praise God. I know each of y'all are bringing one. Praise God. I bet amen in that. Praise God. Amen. We're going to eventually do what God said do. Each of one is going to bring one. We ain't going to think about it. We're going to do it. But anyway, that's name what I'm talking about right now. And on each one, bring one, I get a chance to see this concept in full manifestation. Because you have the visitors that we bring through the door. They don't understand that all that was set out just for them. All of that is theirs. It's there. Eat as much as you want to. Enjoy yourself. Eat till you're cross-eyed. That's what, we, that's what they can do. Praise God. But do you think they do that? Most don't. Praise God. A few do. But most don't. Most of just go over there and just get one of them little bitty little plates, you know, them little polite plates. And they'll, and they'll get a little polite sample of this, a little polite sample of that, and then they'll eat that. And you can look in their eye and see they want some more, praise God. But, yet, you know, you say, would you like to get some more? Well, no, no. And this, this is fine. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. This was so much. Because it's more than what they used to getting from a church. Praise God. So they're excited already. But the ones that's members here who understand that's rightfully theirs. Elbows up, baby. Praise God. They're they going in with elbows. They're breaking out two plates. I mean, they act like they, 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 they used to be waiters, praise God, because they got a plate here, a plate here, a plate here, and they walking back, and that's all theirs, praise God, And because they, and they, and, they know how to go get it all, because they understand that's rightfully theirs. Some of them don't leave until they cross-eyed. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
and, and because they believe it's rightfully theirs. Well, God said, that's how it is with the life I have you to live. A lot of us are satisfied with so much less of what it is that God wants to give us. Some of us are satisfied with just accepting a little bitty little portion of all that God has in store for us. But God's raising up a people who are not satisfied with less than what he intended for you, who aren't going to be satisfied until God gets the pleasure of making sure that we have everything that he has in store for me and you. Because you think it brings you pleasure, you're the recipient of it. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. So come on, let's bless God. Praise God by allowing God to do what he wants to do in the midst of our life. But last time we got together, we found out that we need to do what we need to do to become the receivers of the promises that he has rightfully for me and you. We have to do what we need to do. Because remember, remember, there's a relationship going on between us and God. Relationships are two-sided. Praise God, which each person has a part to play in a relationship. Amen. Is that a revelation to y'all? Both people have part to play in the relationship. It ain't just one part and then another one just go for the ride. No, both people have a part inside. Well, it's the same thing with God. We're in relationship with God. God said, I'm going to do my part. You do your part. I'm going to set everything up for you. Now, you got to do what you need to do to receive what it is that I have in store for you. So we found out last time we can't be slothful. We can't be sluggish. We can't be indisposed to action or exertion. We can't be lacking energy. Come on, pep up, step up, and come on, do what God said do. That we have to be willing to receive what he has in store for me, for, for me and you. He can't, we can't be lazy about this. Somebody died so we can have this. Come on, we can't be lazy. And we found out figuratively we can't be stupid about this either. Because if we choose not to receive what God has in store for me and you, we just being plumb stupid. I say it's ignorant when we don't know it. It's stupid after we know it. Look at your neighbor and say, don't, don't, get, don't take it personal now. Don't take it personal now. Tell them I saw you. I felt you. Amen. It's ignorant when we don't know about it. It's stupid when we do know about it and won't do nothing about it. Are you listening to me up in here? But on the contrary, God says he wants us to be followers of him who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Because there are people who inherit the promises of God. Look at your neighbor and say, you're talking about me right now. You're talking about me. Amen. There are people who inherit the promises of God. We're going to be a people incomplete who inherit the promises of God. Which means that's, that's just going to be something that's known. Oh, you go to word of faith? You must be an inheritor of the promise. Praise God. Or they look at you as an inheritor of the promise and say, I know, I know, word of faith, the mighty wolf. I know, the mighty wolf. Because we are inheritors of the promise. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We are people who are inheritors of the promise. We getting ours. Amen. Remember, an inheritor is a person that receives something because of somebody else's death. An inheritor is somebody to receive something because of somebody else's death. And somebody died for you to receive this. You're an inheritor of the promise. Hebrews chapter 11. I love the Lord. He died for you to have it and then got back up to make sure you get it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody like our God. Hebrews chapter 11. Of course, we always talk about the Faith Hall of Fame. Well, let's look at the Faith Hall of Fame toward the end of it. Let's start at verse 32 and see how all these promises that God promised us are supposed to be received by me and you. And how they're supposed to be received by me and you. We read, starting with verse 23, I love 32, I love the Lord. Verse 32 says, and what shall I say more? He had already listed all kind of folk that had received all kind of things and did all kind of things that God wanted them to do. He said, and what shall I say more? And what, what, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of, and then he began to list other people who've received it. 
to tell you about Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah of David also and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong and waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of, uh, uh, of the aliens. Now, women received their dead raised to life again, and the others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Praise God. Now, let's go back over that list again and, and, and think about what he's saying here. These are people who, through faith, got a chance to accomplish these things. Back up to verse 33. Who, through faith, subdued kingdoms. I mean, came in and just took down kingdoms. That's powerful. Somebody say, that's powerful. Wrought righteousness, which means made sure that other people became righteous. Come on over here. Now, anybody that's in ministry know that's powerful. Skip the next one. Stop the mouths of lions. Stop the mouths of lions. Lions. I ain't lying. I'm talking about lions. I mean, if you can stop the mouth of a liar, you're doing good too. But these are lions. And they just shut their mouth. It's like, time. Faith is powerful. Quench the violence of fire. Well, fire's coming through everywhere. Come on now, we've got brush fires in, in Texas. We've got fires running through everywhere, which will go through and destroy everything. But they quenched fires by their faith. They escaped the edge of the sword. Where ninjas came in from all over the place, dropping in on cords and, and began to start breaking out their swords. And, 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 and then here come, you know, come, you know the, the samurais behind them too. But because of the faith, we was able to, they was able to stop the edge of the sword and make sure it had no harm to them. Isn't that powerful? Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in, in, in fight, turned to flight the enemies of the, of, of the aliens. In such a way, was they get to fighting and get to whooping up on them aliens to the point that them aliens would get the heck up out of there and leave up out of there. All this happened through this faith. Faith is some powerful stuff, ain't it? But look also included on that list of things that faith does. It obtains the promise. It obtains the power, which is just as powerful as all those other things that's listed. Otherwise, he wouldn't put it in a list like that. Couched in that list of all these powerful accomplishments is the obtaining of the promise. Why is that? Because the attaining of the promises of God is an awesome accomplishment. It is an awesome accomplishment. Why is that? Because most folk never get it. Most folk never do this. Most folk never do those things that's on that list. Lion walk up, folk running. Praise God, ain't trying to stop no lion. And all the promises of God are placed right before us. And a lot of us keep living through life, going through life, and never obtaining the promises that God had in store for me and you. But we can be listed in the Hall of Fame, too, as being a people who have accomplished it. You might not have stopped a lion's mouth. You might not have went into a battle and ran all the aliens away. You might not have been able to do all those other things that's on the list that they had to say. But this one you can do. You can obtain the promises of God. That the things that God has promised you, you can obtain them. All of that took effort. And that's why it takes effort to get what God has in store for you. Don't let nobody lie to you until you just dropped in your lap. Every one of those took effort. 
Just because they have faith didn't mean they stand there and all of a sudden all the enemies just stop and turn around and walk away. No, they had to show them enemy something. They had to do something to the enemy to get them enemy to run away. Are you listening to me up in there? When that lion came up in there, he saw lunch, dinner, snack, hors d'oeuvre. He saw something. He was coming to get him some. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But when they shut that lion mouth, that wasn't what that lion planned for to do. But they had to stop that enemy, that lion, from going in the direction they wanted to go and turn it around and be able to get it away from them too. Praise God. Well, the promises of God are, require just as much effort sometimes as it does to be able to do all those things too. Don't let nobody lie to you and tell you it don't take no effort to do it. That's why he called it a fight of faith. Because you got to fight the fight, a good fight of faith to be able to receive what God has in store for you. Why? Because there's opposition to you receiving what God has in store for you. There's some, there's things that's trying to stop you from receiving what God has in store for you. And as quiet as kept, many times you are your enemy of receiving what God has in store for you. Because you got in your head all kind of thoughts that Satan has said to you all your life to be able to make sure that he programs you to make sure you never receive what God has for you in your life. So that even if he does lose you to God's side, whereas you receive your salvation, he knows that he done dropped enough in you so you ain't going to get no manifestation. You might go to heaven and see all this is true. You might go to heaven and receive all the things that God has in store for you. But on earth, you ain't getting a single thing that God has in store for you because he done programmed you to think different and, and never receive what God has in store for you. But God is telling us through faith we can be able to do this. See, if you get the faith, you can get the promise. If you get the faith, you can get the promise. If you can receive the faith, you can receive the promise. And this is another one of the fights is getting people to receive the faith. Because, you know, faith come by and by the word of God, which means you got to. And most folk ain't going to do that because there's too much effort. There's too much energy. We ain't going to do that. Even sitting there listening is too much energy. Even though we listen all day, we listen to programs, we listen to radio, we listen to, we listen all day. That's just what we do. We program that your ears never turn off, which means all you got to do is just be you and you can listen. But you have to make the effort to be able to make sure you listen to what you need to listen to, to be able to receive the, what the faith that God has in store for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. See, this is speaking of people who receive the manifestations of the promises by faith. God has written in his word people who have received the promises of God and had to go through something to get it. That's the same way that we in the New Testament receive the manifestations of the promises of God by faith. But faith ain't no, ooh, it's a lot of do, which means we got to do something to get this. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Well, nobody lie to you and give you that spooky Christianity. Where it's just hocus pocus, aliocus, and poof, stuff pops up. The devil is a liar. It don't work that way. Especially when you live in a life that teaches you the opposite way. Teach you that you can't have, that you can't receive, that you shouldn't expect that much. You shouldn't, you shouldn't even consider that much. And you need to quit bothering God. And you need to quit putting pressure on God. And you need to quit trying to play God like this and play. Shut up, fool. This is rightfully ours. This is what God chose for us. And we're going to receive this. Turn to Ephesians chapter 1, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm getting me some faith. I'm getting me some faith. Praise God. I'm getting me some faith. Praise God. All y'all talk about is faith. Shut up, fool. That's why you ain't got nothing. We're going to have everything. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stupid fool. Agent of the devil. Get away from me. Ephesians chapter 1. Y'all be cute with them. I ain't got time to be cute. I'm just, I, I, I got I, I to gotta get for a whole congregation. Praise God, I got to get for the future of this congregation. Hallelujah. The ones that you don't even see yet, I still got to get for them too. I got buildings I got to get for folk you don't even see yet. 
Is anybody hearing me up in here? I got things I got to do. I need some faith. I ain't got time to play no games with no silly fool sitting there talking to me about what I ain't supposed to get and what I ain't supposed to have. Call them, amen. We in Ephesians chapter one. You be polite. I send them over to you. You be polite to them. Praise God. Hallelujah. I ain't got time for all that. I'm an accomplisher. I'm a, I'm a move and a shaker. Come on up in here and a big faith maker. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter one, verse eight. You be polite. I ain't got time for all that. Ephesians chapter one, verse eight. It reads. It says, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, which means he's abounded toward us. It's like overflowing toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together one, all things in Christ both which are in heaven, which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. We have obtained an inheritance. See, in him, we're supposed to obtain an inheritance. Is anybody in here? In him. You're supposed to obtain an inheritance. You're supposed to obtain an inheritance. You're in him, ain't you? Then it's, you're supposed to obtain an inheritance. You're supposed to. Oh, folks, say it's right for you to obtain inheritance. Somebody died for you to have this. In whom we also have obtained an inheritance. Being predestined according to the purpose of his will. Which means he had a destination for you long time ago that he purposed for you. Who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. I like that. He does it after the counsel of his own will. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ and whom also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. And whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto our praise, to the praise of his glory. Pause button. Holy Ghost is the earnest of our inheritance. Down payment of our inheritance. It's proof that the inheritance is going to be received. It's the down payment. Like if you purchase a home, praise God, you can go in there and visit as many homes as you want to. You can look around as many homes as you want to. You can even tell the owner of the home, I really like this place. I think I'm going to get this place. The owner ain't geeked. Not yet. Where the cheddar? Don't talk that way. Give me the down payment. Put your money where your mouth is. Holy Ghost living on the inside of you is God putting his money where his mouth is. He said, I'm going to give you an inheritance. And I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit as the down payment on your inheritance. (laughs) Here, help me, Jesus. Because most folk, when they give you a down payment on something, it's less than what it is that, that you're purchasing. God's the only one that gave you a down payment that's more than what it is he's going to give you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're seeing that it's true. There really are things that God has already made ready and that's rightfully belonging to me and you. I hope that you're seeing that God just wants us to believe it to be true and properly respond to his words so that he can do for us what he wants to do. 
that is give us the things that already have been made ready for me and you. Things that the Word of God says are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all you single unmarried saints out there to do. We invite all of you single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half to pay to go to. It's free, and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints. It's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.